As I mentioned before, this is a season of Advent, and during Advent we look at certain themes. Uh, Last week we were looking at the peace that uh, comes to life, the peace that is present in life, the peace that is made in the relationship between us and God through Jesus and his coming that brought that peace. This week we look at hope, and hope is an interesting topic to think on. Uh, as, as you hear the word hope, there's a lot of times that people will see hope and kind of think of like a, uh, I don't know, a positive, optimistic out view. You know, I hope there's pizza for dinner. Um, I hope there is sunshine tomorrow. Something like that. But see, we have a, a different hope. And the texts this week, I think, lead to that in a great way, in that uh, both John the Baptist and Isaiah were called to prepare the way of the Lord, to prepare the road that was coming, the road that the people would need to walk on. And this first image of a road is kind of what sat in my mind. This is what we see life as a lot of times. You know, we start looking down the road and we say, well, should I take that path or that path or that path? You know, which one should I go down? Which path am I being led on? Which path is it that I need to go on? Because each one is going to have a different adventure. Remember those books that you used to read and it would be like, choose your own ending, choose your own adventure books? Do you ever read those? They were really quite interesting. You know, you'd read along and then you make a decision and flop over to another page and then make another decision and flop over to another page. Life feels that way sometimes, right? Except you don't necessarily get to go back and then do the story again. You only get one crack at it. And that's, that's kind of the view that a lot of folks have. I think me personally, I'd probably look at that road on the right. It looks a little less paved. It looks like it would be funner to drive. Yes, funner is a word. It looks like it would be more fun to drive. Um, (laughs) Michelle and I were driving one day. We have time. Michelle and I were driving one day, and I can't remember what trip we were on, but whatever road we were on, there was a lot of traffic, and we looked ahead because we can do that now, you know, and looking ahead, and we see a big red line on the GPS. We said, all right, there's got to be another route. And so she's in the passenger seat and uh, being navigator, and she's a wonderful navigator. And so she was going through and she said, okay, quarter mile up here, take a left. There's a road that we can go down and then we'll go for another mile or so and then we should be able to hook back onto the main road. And it comes out right on the other end of all the red stuff that's going on in the GPS. Wonderful, good. So we're cruising along and then that left starts to come up and she lets me know and so we turn left. And I noticed that it's paved, but not quite as paved. And that was was fine. And so we're cruising along for a bit. And then that paving turned into gravel. And then she said, okay, turn right. Well, that gravel was non-existent anymore. So the gravel all of a sudden turned into dirt. And we're cruising along. There's still houses. We're not in the middle of nowhere at this point. There are actually houses in the midst of this place. They are actual road names, but there's no paving. There's no grading. There's no gravel. And there's no dirt anymore. And now it's starting to get kind of washboard as we're flying along down this road, as best we could fly along down the road. And so we were cruising along, though, and it was one of the most beautiful adventures. There was so much laughter, so much joy in the car as we're going along this road, and it was a blast. We finally made it back over to the main road, but the fun of that road we would have never known unless we headed off on some other path. It was not smooth. It was not pretty. 
Um, just about anything in the car that could spill, spelt. But it was fun. Anyway, sorry, sidetrack. Uh, but the roads are fun. And more often than not, we want roads, instead of looking at all the various ways in which roads go, we want them to look a little bit more like this next one, right? Where we can have some understanding of this. There's one way to go. We know there's going to be some ups and downs. We know there's going to be some hills and valleys as we go. But you can see which way you need to go in this one. You can't see the end, but you can, only, you can see a way, right? More often than not, our roads feel like this one. It's about where my mind was at when we were on that sidetrack. You see life coming and you say, there's no way I can make it through this. None at all, right? Now, I actually forget what image is next. Do you want to bring that next one up? Okay, perfect. That's the one I was hoping was next. Where's the end of that road? Pretty quick, right? So the children of God in Isaiah's day, this is kind of the road they saw, right? Initially, they saw that one with the ups and downs, and they could see that God was their God, their king was their king. David and Solomon were there, and the guys that were there, they had a point to point to, a, a leader to point to, somebody to say they are in charge no matter the ups and downs that come, we have one way to go. We have one way to walk. We have one road to follow. We know where we're headed, right? And then remember, everything that they held their identity in started to crumble. The kings started to not lead so well. The cities that they known and loved were being taken over by foreign nations. The gods of those other foreign nations were coming in. The kingdom splits in two, and you get Israel and Judah at war with each other pretty much. And everything that they had known for the past couple of kings is disintegrating, absolutely falling apart. There's no end in sight, but in a bad way because it's really short. The end of the road leads to no hope because all you can see is right there. And after that, what, what is there to look forward to? What is there to believe in anymore? If everything that had been promised about the king is now breaking apart, then what, what is left? Remember, the people had their hopes in a Messiah, in a Savior, in a king. One to lead and make their nation and people strong. One to make them stand out amongst all the other nations. And that's what they saw in David. And then that's what they saw in Solomon, hoping that he was going to bring things to some sort of order as well. And then all of that, even those two men at the ends of their reigns had started to fall apart. There was no hope. There was nothing to look forward to. When we look at who our God is, and as we've walked through the commandments with the kids in confirmation as well, we look at that first commandment, right? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things, right? We should have no other gods before me. We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. That trust that's there is a hope. And again, it's not a positive optimism of, man, I hope God is the God that he is. No, it's a sure and certain thing of who our God is. See, he places before us something to be certain about, something that's not going to fall apart. 
most of the world looks at life a little bit like this image. We talked about Joe Sanchez and his recent death. But we know what's after that day. See, most of the world, when they look at death and when they look at the life that they're living, this is what they see. At the end of the road, there's death and there's nothing beyond that. All they look forward to is the end of their breathing days. That's it. There's nothing more. The road that they walk is only one that lies ahead of them. But then they know there's an ending and a time when that road can't be walked anymore, a time when that road can't be traveled anymore, and then there's nothing. And that's sad. You see, you have something different. You have a promise to hope in. You have a promise to hope in that you can share with folks, as Isaiah did, as John the Baptist did. You have a promise of a never-ending road. And here's what our road is going to look like. Go ahead and go to that next one. Okay, it looks familiar, right? I want you to change your perspective a second. That's no longer ahead of you, that's behind you. As you stand with Christ, the road that you travel lays behind you. See, because you will stand in the presence of the Lord and the creator of the universe. Not having to look forward to a day in which he's coming, but rejoicing in the day that he is come. Rejoicing in the day that he is there and present. Rejoicing in the day that you are standing in his presence, looking back over time saying, that's where death was, way back there. Because you're not looking forward at a death to come anymore, but solely a life that you're present in the midst of and looking back on death. That's a promise that you have as a Christian. That's a promise that you're baptized into, into Christ. As he raised from the dead and walked out of a tomb to hand you life to where you will do the same when he comes again, to stand in his creation again. And we will stand with him and we will walk with him and we will walk with Joe and we will walk with all of those who have gone before us and we will sit there and enjoy the day looking back at death that has no power over us. Death that has no power where the Lord reigns. It would be a long, almost lost memory. Because the thing that we will live in will be the actual hope that we look forward to now. And we won't have to hope anymore in that day. Because we'll have it. And you have the promise now. And we look forward to the day when that hope is realized. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all that you have given to us through your Son, Christ. The forgiveness of sins. We look forward to the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Our hope is sure and certain in the promises you have given. To where death has no power, your life is all that we will have. And that is a beautiful thing to look forward to. We pray that you give us courage also to share that promise of life with all those you bring into our lives. That we can point to you as the Lord and the one to whom we hope in. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen.